For IC Church's Favour Women, I'm Marion Wright and this is Favourite Friends, the podcast that shares the beautiful, hopeful and encouraging stories of Christian women. Well, welcome to the first episode of 2020 and we are starting the year off with some fun. Our special guest for this episode is Pastor Joe Geeling. Joe is back on the couch, except this time she is answering questions that were submitted by you. That's right, we put the call out on social media and you guys all definitely delivered. Needless to say, we covered a lot of ground and so much so in fact that this is only part one of the episode. Part two will be coming soon in a couple of weeks. I won't put this off any longer. Here is Pastor Joe Geeling doing an unfiltered Q&A on the first episode of Favourite Friends for 2020. Enjoy. Joe Geeling, welcome. Hi, Mary. Hi. It's 2020. Wow. It's February 2020. Yep. And um, we are recording the first episode favorite friends for the year we are but there are a few changes because it's not just you and I here right now is it this is right tell us what's happening so we did something very exciting and a bit dangerous at the same time we put the call out on Instagram to say what do you want to know what do you want to ask Joe Geeling and the people have spoken the people have spoken hopefully wisely well we'll see We can't vouch for any of the questions. <laughs> we got some interesting questions. But I think, so I think we should back it up as well though, Marion, sure. because um, I think we should tell the listeners some things about you. What's happening? What's happening in your year this year? Well, basically the year I had planned is no longer oh, happening. Okay. <laughs> um, because, Joe Geeling, I'm pregnant. Whoa! <laughs> what a surprise. I am 15 weeks today. Wow. 15 weeks pregnant today. Um, apparently today it's the size of an avocado. It's good to know. I love avocado. It's <laughs> good. Um, so that's happening and it's kind of crazy and it still doesn't feel quite real. But in August this year, Josh and I are going to have a kid. I just love the fact that with the vision this year of launch out into the deep, I just love the fact that it's resonated with so many people on a personal level. And I'll probably say, is that true for you guys? Yeah, not by intent. <laughs> yeah, not by intent. Okay, not by intent. I think I think that's what you said when I told you. And you went, well, launch out. Launch out. And launch went, out. Great. That's what we're doing. Yeah, it's very um, exciting. But it's true. It really, I think we were sitting in church just kind of laughing actually. You know, it was, it was such a, a powerful message and so meaningful but we were just looking at each other and laughing like yeah this feels pretty uncharted territory for us this this feels new but you know we're gonna try and buy a house this year we're gonna try and do a whole bunch of things so very exciting very exciting it is the year of launching out love it um literally too because my jeans are tight but that's (laughs) which is the beauty of a podcast we could actually undo our jeans right now we'd be fine yeah all right let's not talk about that (laughs) So I did have a moment. I can't believe it's 2020 we're doing this. Do you remember yeah. the first one we did? That was at the table. Yeah, we sat out at your dining Crazy table. Hey. We've got comfier. Yeah, definitely. Here on the couches yeah. now. Crazy. I remember that. It was, it was a little bit more awkward, wasn't it? Because totally. we were just like trying to talk into the microphone very intentionally. And not and sure who'd listen. Yeah. And like, <laughs> well, we would listen anyone to anyone care? Us. Josh yeah. listens. Josh listened. Well, my dad good. listened. Well, my husband, Paul, doesn't know what favourite friends he is. So he obviously did not listen. <laughs> I think he does now. Just we, between We can only hope. <laughs> 
I, yeah, we could only hope. <laughs> he still came and did it. It was very kind of He's him. He's a good man. He's a busy dude. So, so what we're going to do tonight is we're going to throw some questions at you. Yeah, may regret this. This is this is an ask me anything. Um, I probably will have additional questions because you, you know me. Yep. <laughs> so we'll we'll throw them at you. We'll just we'll see where we end up. So okay. I thought I thought we'd start with some fun ones, easy ones. Um, let's see. Okay. All right. <laughs> let's see oh what happens. Gosh. So this one I thought was interesting. Where do you stand on pineapple on a pizza? Oh, okay. I can answer that one. And I just wanted to have a big disclaimer. It is Friday night about 8.30pm. We're at the end of the week, so we don't know what we're going to say. All right. Yes, pineapple on a pizza really? is awesome. I love pineapple on a pizza. Do you have a favourite pizza? Like what's your go-to? Oh, my brother's, years ago when mum would leave me in charge of my brother's, um, I'd be left money to order a pizza if they were out for dinner. So I'd order dinner. And uh, I was going through a stage, I just like vegetarian pizzas. And so my brothers mm. just still bring it up to this day. We're talking like, you know, um, 25 years ago and they go, remember those times you'd order vegetarian pizzas? But I would always put pineapple on the vegetarian pizza. Really? Yeah, love it. Yeah, that's a long-term love. Yeah, and yeah. I, think, no, I think it's more the sweet tooth in me. Oh, sure. But, yeah, no, I like most pizza. Okay. Something I learned about you tonight was that you like Thai that's yeah, kind of like Thai your food. go-to takeaway. Yeah. What do you get? Oh, gosh. Um, I, I love stir fries, Yum. basil, chilli. Um, we like a bit of heat in our curries. Um, I always hate it when you go to a restaurant and they go, oh, it's very hot. And then it's not. I hate that. So a bit of, bit of chilli. Mm, like yeah. Okay. What's on your bucket list? My bucket list. Oh, gosh, a couple of things. Um, I'd like to go to the Maldives. Oh, yeah. And I'd nice. love to have one of those little huts that are on the ocean and you wake up and just swim out every day. I reckon I'd probably get bored. That After one day I go, all right, what do I do now? But that just the concept seems really great. It looks very beautiful. It looks beautiful. Yeah. And I'm probably not the best Instagram picture person, so I will probably wouldn't do it justice. And I definitely wouldn't put a picture of myself up in a bikini anyway. So it's probably a wasted opportunity. Um, but no, true bucket list, I'd love to go and see the Northern Lights. Nice. And that's something Paul and I have talked about. I don't know if that will happen, but um, oh, I'd love to. I think you have to go to Norway or Finland. I'm not quite sure exact places, but I just I would love to see that. I mean, that's God putting on a light show. That would be phenomenal. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely on the bucket list. So, And, you know, Paul's always – he's got a lot of things. He's always saying, when, you know, we get older, I kind of feel we are older, but it's like we're going to drive around England and we're going to do this. And I go, okay, but – Northern Lights is the one for me. That's that would be like, yeah. incredible. Absolutely. Yeah, cool. Absolutely. Is writing a book on your bucket list? Writing my book is <laughs> – I think it's on your bucket Joe list. Joe Gilly's going to whack me later for that one. That's on Marion's bucket <laughs> list. Um, no, I, I'm not even going to go there. Okay, all, right, all right. That's fine. I think I, I might write a book one day. I don't know. We'll see. I'm sure you will. It'll we'll be beautiful. Um, this one – was maybe put on as a joke. Oopsie. Okay. <laughs> but let's see. What's your favourite song at the moment? <laughs> yeah, look, that one came out of a conversation where, to be really transparent, I was probably telling people all the songs I don't like at the moment. And uh, rather than name the songs I don't like, hey, look, it's Friday night, I said, Friday night, end of the week, and he could come loose. out. <laughs> 
It, it was, yeah, we're very loose. It really came out of a conversation. And to be fair, let us let me put some parameters around this. I think songs, every song has a place. Yeah. Okay. For me, I hate it when a song is sung. Now, I'm I'm a pastor, so I, I think my filter is always church and, mm. you know, corporate gatherings and how we can build faith in people and minister. And so that that's a big thing for me, all right, um, is to actually do that. So for me, that that's the challenge, all right? So sometimes I'm like, that's the wrong song to build faith. And so this came out in this conversation. I think there's a lot of songs some people sing in churches that should be just personal devotional songs. If, if the centre of the song is actually from my viewpoint – I would probably say that's a devotional song, you know, and I've had lots of times where it's, you know, like, oh, God, you know, and have a song and it's just about me and my world where I'm at at the moment but there's nothing better for me that uh, when we sing a song, when we come together as a people, as a gathering and we sing a song about Jesus, there is something so powerful about that because we're taking the focus of ourselves, we're taking the focus of our problems and our burdens. It doesn't mean they're not there, but we're actually going, I'm going to be intentional in this moment and I'm going to worship Jesus. And there's something about when you sing a song of declaration of who God is instead of who we are, faith comes in. And so that's how this conversation came up. Every song has a place, but I think sometimes it's actually knowing the right place for the right song. And there have been different songs we've sung over the years. You go, that's the right song right now. But um, probably my favourite song to answer very directly, probably at the moment, I just love that song from Planet Shakers, God is on the Throne. Every time I sing it, I just like, it, it just leaves me a mess to actually go, what a reminder. And I think if you're a control person like me. And it, me. <laughs> and we're in good company tonight. Um, I'm making a declaration yeah. rather than I'm out of control. I don't want to sing a song about I'm out of control. I'm out of my depth. I want to sing a song that God is in control. And I think it's a subtle difference. But when we come together, and I know in IC, it's really important to us that we glorify God, that we lift up his name. I remember years ago, a long time ago, people came to me and go, oh, I don't really like praising. I don't like sort of vast, loud songs. And, you know, God doesn't really have categories of praise, worship, you know, it's all unto him. And I remember just saying to these people, what you don't understand is, they go, can we maybe not do this in church? I said, number one, this is just what the Bible's all about, you know, clap your hands or you people shout unto God with a voice of triumph. It's a very biblical principle to have a loud or an experience beyond just internal. There's an external thing that takes place, very biblical. But then I said, it's also in the heart of our senior pastor, Paul. And we can't change who he is. Paul is a praiser. He's a declarer of God. And that's where faith has come into our church, I believe. You know, we will enter his courts with thanksgiving in our hearts. I will enter his, you know, courts with praise. We will enter with something on our lips that isn't about ourselves but actually about God. And so I'm quite passionate about this. And sometimes I go, oh, it's a nice song. But do it in your time with Jesus. Put it on in the car. But when we come together in faith, I just want to go for it. God is on the throne. Whatever song, to me, it's about, wow, he is in charge. I don't need to fear. So, and, you know, with songs today, I actually think there's songs. But, you know, probably 50 years ago, they would have been poems. 
Okay, there's a lot of beautiful poetry that comes out in songs these days. So I think sometimes it's just having it at the right place. And so I don't know if that answers that question, but I love songs that declare Jesus. Do you listen to much outside of praise and worship? Do you find that's all you're taking in? Um, no, probably I, I love praise and worship. Yeah. I think that, but then you know, on the odd occasion, I just love the track from Greatest Showman. Oh, I love that's that. Or if Paul and I are driving, I just go through. Let's see what we can listen to, and Paul just gets annoyed at me. Or go, hey, let's go back to the eighties, Paul. Thank goodness for Spotify; it's all there. How good, yeah. Um, you know, so we have a lot of fun with that. You know, eighties music. 90s Do you like eighties music? music? Oh, you know, Josh used to make me listen to eighties all the time. Yeah, but you just got memories, and I think. Yeah. Because when memories are attached to a song, yeah. that's where the fun comes out. So, you know, I, I kind of lip sync it to Paul, you know, all the Greatest Showman songs and he just he just doesn't, you know, he's not moved by that at all. So he just always says to me, Paul, if you're listening, don't say this anymore. He goes, you're a great preacher, Joe. <laughs> Which means don't not. sing. Really? He's told me that before, don't ever sing in public. <laughs> so, but preach as much as you want. Anyway, thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. (laughs) You're a wonderful man. Do you have a favourite book outside of the Bible or an author that you really love reading? Oh, look, I think I think books are very seasonal things. I think sure. there's different books that speak to different seasons of your life. I think there's some, oh gosh, I remember starting off ministry, you know, I read this one by, I think it's Gordon MacDonald about ordering your private world. I think sure. we did it in Bible college, but I really loved it. He talked about, you know, taking control of certain areas. Um, but I probably, one of the life-changing books, maybe go there because there's different books mm-hmm. for different seasons. Um, I actually love theology books as well. I really enjoy um been reading one at the oh, end of last year about Christmas, but it was actually about a theology of Jesus. Mm. Absolutely beautiful. Can't remember the name. But um, I think probably one of the most impacting books for me um, as a young girl um, growing up was it's called a book by, by Searching and by a lady called Isabel Kuhn. And that was C-U-H-N, Kuhn, Isabel Kuhn. A uh, long time ago, written a long time ago. She's passed on many, many, many years ago. And it was... Um, a young girl, I think, grew up in a Presbyterian or very traditional, probably religious home, and she went on a quest to see if God was actually real. Now, you know, her big vices in those days were reading romantic novels and going to the movies. Um, so probably a little bit more legalistic back then, but she just set her heart. That's why it's called By Searching, you know, You'll Find God and how it led her on a path to Bible college. In the end, she ended up being a missionary, uh, I think, to the Uyghur people in um, China and Nepal and Tibet and all those places. Um, and and just it just stirred something in my heart. And I guess I'd grown up in a Christian home. And here I'm reading this book and it just really resonated with me. I was probably 13 or 14 when I probably started reading it about, you know, is God real? I know he is, but what does that mean for me? And so even it was an old-fashioned book, you know, I don't even can't even remember when it was written. Um, it was just so beautiful, and uh, you know, she went off to China on a boat to serve Jesus. So we're talking a long time ago, and uh, it was just about searching for God and how He reveals Himself, and um, and He always makes it clear what He wants to do. And so even to this day, I still have memories of just you know, her language was beautiful. It was very old fashioned. It's written in a very old fashioned way, but just such a beautiful book about 
a sincere heart searching to please God and be obedient to the call of God. And I think that really sparked something for me. I knew ministry was my calling. I'm going, here is a woman who would lay down her life. And it just really resonated with me. And so probably I can still talk about that book to this day. Love it. It's amazing. What do you like watching? What do I like? What? Oh, I love watching um, home renovation shows. Seriously? Love them. Really? I don't know why because I can't do any DIY and um, I don't know. Yeah, I love them. I, I love seeing transformation. Yeah. Is there one in particular that you're oh, um, a fan of? I love Selling Houses Australia. Okay. Which I think yes. is a Foxtel show and um, love it or list it. Okay. And that's where they go into a home, and again, I think it's Foxtel, and they're, just, they're undecided whether they want to sell it or stay. And then, you know, an architect comes in and a designer comes in and they extend it and they make it beautiful. But what I love about that show is it could be an old house, but someone else with vision comes in with fresh eyes and they see it from a fresh perspective. So I don't know. I've never really analysed why I love that show, but maybe that's why it's seeing things from a different perspective. But... I love those shows and Paul hates those shows and we love quirky kind of English, you know, like Doc Martin. I love anything with character, anything that's got a bit of, you know, not superficial, not just the glam kind of characters on TV. I love things that have character. Like I just watched, um, I was on the plane, which is probably where I watch most of my movies, um, Jojo Rabbit. And I love the movie. I've heard such good things about it. It's so quirky. So quirky. And I won't, you know, obviously people Mm. would know the story generally, but so quirky, but such characters. And I I actually was crying watching it at the end, which was a really bizarre reaction because it's kind of a bit humorous, a bit quirky, but really strong kind of little you know, story that goes through. So, yeah, characters have got to be in it. Or oh, home renos. I do watch cooking shows and I just sit there and go, I would never do that. So I don't know why I watched them. But I probably watch less TV now. I probably would go back and watch something online. Mm. Um, do you Netflix? Are you a Netflixer? Um, I don't watch a lot of movies on Netflix. Sure. Or, yeah, probably holidays. And I find I fall into the trap, you know, if I do it sometimes just in regular life. I just, I'm one of those people, I have to be careful of books as well because I just get engrossed and it's almost like, nah, I'm not doing dinner, nah, I'm not doing any washing, nah, I'm not doing that because I just, I go there. So for me, I try and if I do that on holidays, it's more a treat rather than doing it in, yeah, I'm just, I go, I'm gone. And I there's escape. a fine line between watching a couple of episodes and then binge watching an yeah, entire you, series. Yeah, like, yeah. it just happens. No, but I, I, yeah, I'm just trying to think. We we watched one on, I don't know, I love true stories as well. There's, Do you like true crime? Are you not? No, really not that, that one, but um, I, we'd watched one on, um, oh, the Unabomber. Oh, Very interesting. Yeah, so we're probably right. a bit geeky and nerdy, Paul and I like that. We actually enjoy that. And um, the documentary, or the drama documentary, what do I call those? Anyway, uh, on Chernobyl. That was... That was a great series. It was horrifying that and was riveting. was a great series. At the same time. I just sat there and I went, how could this happen? Um, so those kind of things that you go, this is real. I, I, I think there's – and, you know, Paul always mocks me as well. I actually love disaster movies. 
Yeah, it's actually a bit shameful. But I love things like there's a tsunami that wipes out the world or a meteor that's coming. And Paul always goes, why do you like those movies? I go, because they're so ridiculous. I know they're never going to happen. But are they so ridiculous? No, they are ridiculous because, you know, God said, you know, the – Summer, winter, you know, full-time harvest, whatever, you know, spring harvest. He said those things will continue basically till he comes back. So I've always had that. It's really funny. It's I've always had that thing like the seasons will continue until the return of Christ, which means life will happen. And so I've never been that freaked out. So, you know, I watched one with The Rock in it, you know, Dwayne, uh, Dwayne Johnson, and I just love them because it's like this is so stupid. But Paul won't watch them with me. Yeah, no. And I have been known to watch, you know, Contagion and Outbreak. And he goes, I'm just not watching those. I said, well, you would be more prepared if you watched that. (laughs) No, anyway, that's – no, we won't go there. But, yeah, I just love things that I don't perceive to be true. And sometimes for me I just watch them and I go, yeah, I don't have to overthink it. Uh, I always watch stuff. I think sometimes when you have a job that's intellectually really challenging and quite draining – just escapist things. Yep. Sci-fi. Like, I love that with sci-fi as well. Yeah, you yep. just kind of watch it and you switch off. Yeah. I used to do that with The Bachelor, but you'll be pleased to know that I don't do that Good, anymore. because that's rubbish. Because we had a public intervention. <laughs> do you remember? We did. That was a conference. conference. Yeah. <laughs> the Bachelor right. is bad. All right, so let's go there. The Bachelor is bad. Married at first sight is bad. Oh, my gosh, we're watching it. Don't judge me. <laughs> but can I blame my husband? No. Okay. He's not here because <laughs> it's his fault. It's all right. The it Holy Spirit deals with us. We don't. No, no. There's it. no judgment. No judgment. No judgment. It's a weird show, but anyway, we'll move on. Um, I got a few questions about your radiant skin. My radiant, my radiant skin. There are a few questions okay. about how good your skin looks yeah. and what products you use and yep. your routine. And we have talked about this before, yeah. but I wondered if you'd talk us through sure. the products you love and and how you, you kind of manage this or maintain this radiant skin of yours. This radiant skin. Which, you know, looks excellent. For the amount that you travel, you, you oh actually gosh. look awesome. So tell us. Okay. I probably don't perceive it quite the same way. Um, but anyway... Um, big disclaimer, I think there are genetics involved in this. Yeah, it's a so, so let's just, you know, I, I, I think, you know, sometimes, yeah, let's just go with that a little bit as well, all right. Um, yeah, I, I was one of those people probably in my 20s into my 30s that didn't do anything, probably didn't even take my makeup off, which is really bad. So, but probably 40 was a bit of a, I just would see if, oh, that wasn't there before. Um, So I've been really diligent with my skincare probably for a good 10 years now. And um, okay, so I'm a double cleanser, Mm. which we've talked about before. Mm. Oil-based first, oil-based cleanser to start with. And then I just use a foam cleanser afterwards. Um, I use a spritz or, you know, just a light spray, just a bit of hydration. So funny talking about your skincare routine. Um, those things I use, like my all cleanser, I use um, uh, Pure Indulgence have their own brand called Uva, which I really like. Um, and then I use a serum. Now, I always think 
spend your money on the serum. Yes, you said this to yeah. me last time. Go cheaper on some of the other other products. The serum sure. is where it's at. And I use a Dermalogica serum now. And it's called, so funny, Biolumin C, which is a vitamin C um, serum. And I love it. And so mm. what I do is, because it's expensive, I get vouchers for birthdays and Christmas and I buy up um, my stocks when I have those vouchers because I sort of think that's that's really good way to use your, your vouchers. Um, and then I just, what do I do after that? I have an oil, just a light oil that I could probably just rub in. And then either uh, a zinc sunscreen for the morning or just a little moisturiser at night. And then I just do a tinted moisturiser for the day. I don't wear foundation. Don't you? No, Mm. I don't like the feel of it. What other makeup do you wear? Oh, just a little bit of I've got I've got I've got veiny eyes. Yeah, yes, I do. I have veins. I, I can see them. And so just a little bit of eyeshadow. Just fair. I'm very neutral. I'm very boring. A little bit of eyebrow filling in. Just you know, a little benefit. Benefit have these great um, little pencils. I can't even give me brow. I think it's called give me brow. And just oh, that's awesome. I love that one. And um, yeah, got a great Mac. Just real neutral lippy and I'm still on the quest to find the perfect mascara that lengthens and lifts and curls. So actually it's a great opportunity if anyone wants to let us know. Leave, um, a, leave a comment on the Insta. Absolutely. Please, please help us. Help me. <laughs> you will ben- <laughs> we will my, all benefit my from mascara. this. So, yeah, that's, it's, it's, it sounds like a lot of components but um, I kind of think if you can find – I went through a stage. I'd go and get, say, a facial. I ha- I do some microdermabrasions every now and then. They just give a really good exfoliation. Um, I love LED light. I think that is fantastic. What, what's that? Um, well, I'll get a micro and then you put this light. I've had lots of variations. Some are called Omnilux. One's been a mask they literally put on your face. But it just LED lights and there's two. Usually blue I think is for more acne or scarring and red I think is for ageing and I'm like go red all the way for me. And you just lie under this LED light and it's meant to do some rejuvenation. I am not a skin professional so don't quote me on this. And you just sit under this light and it's so bright. You have something over your eyes and for about 20 minutes and, um, yeah, I think it's brilliant. I highly recommend LED lights, but you can't really do it yourself. You've got to see someone. I think um, you could, yeah, go and see someone. But I, again, was going to say is I was probably, when I was sort of starting off looking for skincare, I probably would buy everything that people recommended. I actually think you can narrow it down a bit. I was a bit of a sucker. Like they go, you need this. So you've got to kind of work, find what works for your skin. And, you know, if I travel, so I got back from Hong Kong, um, Monday morning that night when I went to bed I cleansed it all my routine but instead of putting any moisturizer on I put a hydrating mask on and left it overnight big thumbs up for that one so if you find someone who's not just there to sell products um if you find someone who's a great like beauty therapist someone you can actually go hey what do you think works for me not what's out and what's new and what's trendy but what actually works for me if you can find one of those there's actually one near Karina um you can dm and I might give um the people some details for that um fantastic lady there she's just really about helping you find what's best for your skin Mm. so there you go awesome probably shouldn't put it out there I don't know if what I meant to do that but anyway And then another question I got was, how is your hair always perfect? 
Well, as Marion can attest right now. Your hair looks great. It does not look it great. It does look uh, great. It is wild. It so, is oh, no, no, it's, wild. Yeah, if you could see it now. We might post a photo later of what it looks like now. I mean, do you do you have the same with your hair care? Like are you quite oh, diligent no. about I, it? Oh, I use good shampoo. Yeah. I'm what shampoo do you use? person. Cool. Is that how you say it? I don't know. Okay. I know, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I do that one. Um I probably wash my hair less than I used. I used to wash my hair every day. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm really down to two or three times a week. Are you a dry shampoo user? No, I hate it. Really? Yeah, just, ooh, I just don't like the feel of it. Really? Yeah, don't use dry okay. shampoo. Yeah. I'm actually probably a bit using the least amount as possible. Okay. I'm not high maintenance. I don't have a big bathroom cupboard filled with products. Um, I'm about trying to narrow it down. I, I'm about – I just want a real simple formula. So – yeah, um, I just started using again, oh, because it's summer and it's Brisbane, um, what do you call it, a defrizzer. So when I wash, I'll just put a bit of a antifreeze, mm. not antifreeze, antifreeze. And, the um, humidity is real here. Yeah, look, it's I, a real issue. People probably see me Sunday and that's the only day I do my hair. <laughs> so I try, I really try. And you do look good on a Sunday. Well, and as we talked about tonight, my husband often <laughs> Yeah. while you're mid-preach telling yeah. you how nice you and look. And that's the curse of having Easy. an Apple Watch because yeah. there'll be a message from Josh going, your hair looks nice today. That dress looks great yeah, on Yeah, which Jay. is oh, it's lovely. It's so encouraging. It's just a big fan. Yeah, just probably <laughs> the wrong moment. But um, So Sundays I do give you good effort, probably give you 100%. The rest of the week it's, you know, and Paul hates it when I put a little top knot on top. Does so he? I always threaten him, I'm going to wear this to church today. He goes, seriously, you look terrible. So, yeah, isn't it funny, you know, the you know, intimate conversations you have. It's I like, just really yeah. enjoy how honest he is with you. Oh, he is very honest. I guess I guess the flip side is I'm totally honest with him. So let's not make him out to be the bad guy, all right? But, um, yeah, hair is a pain. I, um, yeah. Have I you know. always worn it short? Uh, I, oh, when I was a teen. I, no, when I was a kid at school I had long hair. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Right. I permed it. Did you? Those perms were the thing. You'd go in with a picture of Nicole Kidman and her ringlets back, you know, BMX bandit years and go, can you do this for me? And you'd, just go, you'd never come out with the same look. I don't know why we perms were a thing. I can't even believe I'm saying these things. Um, yeah, but, you know, I think what changed my life was a hair straightener because I got quite strong, kinky hair. So um, I think once I had a hair straightener, I went, I can do straight. I can actually do this. But even on a Sunday, come and look at me closely. By the end of Sunday service, it's got a few kinks doing their own thing. It's like, get me out of here. Yeah, it's it's not good. But anyway, I'm just blessed I have lots of hair. I, that's my, you know, I have lots of it. So anyway. You have grey hair. Thanks, Marion. So do you. Thanks. <laughs> you too. Thanks. <laughs> um, let's talk about travel, actually. Yes. Because you do travel a fair bit. What are you? Yep. What are your go-to sort of travel tips? Oh gosh, um, I can, 
I take um, a mini aspirin a couple of nights before I do long haul trips and then I will take a mini aspirin on the long haul trip. It helps actually prevent blood clots. Oh my god! Um, so that's a little tip that I do. I'm one of those people, Marion's got her mouth open staring at me in shock. No, I just never, that makes yeah. total sense. <clears throat> so yeah, that's actually a big thing. Um, yeah, now right. I'm one of those people who sit on a plane, Paul falls asleep instantly mm. And I just sit there and I just, um, I blow up. My ankles swell. Everything swells. I don't know why. Everything I've tried has not worked. But I find uh, aspirin just helps with blood circulation. Um, so that's just a little practical. Don't, again, talk to your doctor. Don't <laughs> don't take medical advice from me. Um, my mum's a nurse and she put me onto that. But don't, again, take medical advice from me. I feel you have to have all these disclaimers in life now. Um I have a little bag that I wear, crossbody bag, passport, phone, wallet, but then I always have a big bag. But I go for a real lightweight one, like a canvas one, so there's no weight in it and just something real easy I can chuck on board as well. I always have a book because I've been on a plane before where there's no in-flight system or it's broken and I just – I would go crazy. You know, I'm talking about not just to Melbourne. I'm talking about when you're flying 12 hours. I would just cry. So I always have a book. I always have my iPad with extra movies on it, again, just because I don't trust. I have noise-cancelling headphones, which are just a godsend. Um and sometimes a few snacks and I take a spritz for the plane just as a light, uh, a really nice one. Mecca Cosmetica do, um, oh, is that Mario? Anyway, it's an aloe oh, spritz. Oh, Badescu. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. We had them at Favour Conference. Yeah. Um, I think they're like 3 or $4. They're, they're cheap. so cheap. Just in that spritz and pawpaw cream. Bung it on the lips and a really good hand cream because mm. you just dry out. Mm. And... Um, yeah. What are your go-to snacks? Oh, I'm. Don't ask me questions about snacks. I'm so unhealthy. No chocolate. I've got. I've got to get rid of my sweet tooth. No, I don't know. I mean, awesome like um, uh, rice crackers, just things like that. Um, but yeah, I don't always take snacks. I didn't this time. Um, but yeah, rice crackers. I just anything. I'm just or when I travel and pre- I'm preaching, I always keep my sermons on board with me. Um, or my book of mess- the message I'm going to preach because I have had a couple of times where I've lost my luggage and um, oh. I kind of figure <coughs> I'm not worried about the clothes. I couldn't care what I wear but as long as I've got – I can deliver the message God's given me. Wow. Um, or a pair of – sometimes I put a pair of undies in there. Just, yeah, sure. You just go, look, if I lose my bag, I can have a quick shower, put on a pair of undies. Yeah. I can live with the rest and yeah. um, I think, yeah. That's, that's very basic. But I have separate bags. I have a big bag and separate bags, a medic, medicine bag. I have, you know, a female girl bag. Um, I have my liquids bag. So things like that. So I just know the bags to pull out my little clutchy bags within those. So it's real simple. Mm, that's good. <laughs> I'm like trying to <laughs> note them all down, but I probably won't be travelling for a while. No, not, not just yet. We might do a practical one. Come to my house and I can show you some things one yeah, day. Yeah, because I yeah. remember you saying once that you had like a list for Paul as well yeah. and it was like laminated. Yeah, and that's in his wardrobe. Yeah, so you've so, got quite a good breakdown. Of- yeah, and I've got a travel list. No, that's probably another one with travelling. I actually have a list. I just found why I have to think every time I travel. So I literally go through the list. It's undies, socks, you know, and 
pyjamas, belts, whatever it is. And so I made one for him, Paul, a bit simpler and it literally at his eye level, so quite high, um, where his wardrobe is. So he can just, it's his final check. I was just like, just check your list. And, you know, nine times out of ten he goes, oh, dude, I forgot one thing. And it's just it's just a check. It's just a check, you know, checklist. So, you know, why keep thinking about the same thing over and over again? So just trying to keep it simple. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Favourite Friends. If you'd like to find out a bit more about us, you absolutely can just by heading to the link in our episode description. It'll give you a bit more information about what Favour Women is all about and IC Church. And you can even, if you're interested, find out a bit more about our annual Favour Conference, which is happening in July in Brisbane. As always, share this episode with someone you know, and I will see you next time. Bye. Bye.